Hey y'all, this is Mike. And this is Paxton. And welcome to the Mad Liberty Tea Party, where left is right, up is down, the rum is always gone, and the world is full of clowns. If you feel like the world's gone mad, then pull up a chair and we'll throw you a teacup, because we're all mad here. And as we do always like to say, madness is always more fun with friends. And today we have somebody awesome to join us. Would you like to introduce yourself, dude? Yeah, sure. Uh, it's Jared Schneiderman. Um, I run a website called Liberty Podcast Ranker. And I also have my own podcast called the uh, Punk Rock Libertarians Podcast. It's good shit, y'all. Uh, obviously. Thanks. Like, I really enjoy it. And, and I can sit and listen to, like, I like that I'm late. So I've missed a lot of episodes. Like, if I want to listen to something extra, I can just, like, let it run. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, we try to stay we try to stay topical with everything. You know, we try to get it out. Um, you know, we record every Sunday, and then we try to get it out the, the following Monday. Or, or actually Sunday night. But I got a little – got him a little late last night. So, but anyways, um, yeah. So we try to t- stay topical, so you can just tune in to any episode. There's no, you know – Nothing you got to necessarily catch up on, but you can if you want. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say you'd have to go in order at all. I started at the very, like, at the newest episode when yeah. I started it and everything, and I just kind of, like, moved forward from there. It's awesome. just good stuff. There's, like, interesting people on it. I like the personality and the dynamic that everybody <laughs> on the show has together. And, like, you know, like, I like being able to watch a podcast where everybody's in the same room sometimes for some strange reason. It feels It feels good. Yeah, that was kind of our, our rule for a while. Um, although we're kind of we're starting to get away from that, I think, because um, you know we want to open up who can actually come on the podcast. But typically, we have you know everyone's got to be in the studio. We don't do Skype. We don't do uh, what are we on Zoom? We don't we don't do any of that. Um, but I think we're gonna we're gonna be switching that up pretty soon. We're gonna start having some people skyping in. Some hopefully some big names. You know. Oh. So. Well, that's exciting. We'll have yeah. to keep staying tuned in so we can see those interesting new changes and stuff like that. Definitely. Uh, what, uh, do you care to share oh, with us what started the uh, Punk Rock Libertarians in the first that's place? That's what I was going to ask. <laughs> yeah, so uh, it was really started by my buddy, uh, Matt Bergman. He's the brains behind the whole thing. Um, and so he's like a big, huge punk rock guy. played in a bunch of punk rock bands back in the day. You know, he's in his... He's in his 40s, so, you know, he was he was up in that shit. Um, and, you know, we I used to work at a music store with him um, way back in the day. And so, you know, we were both libertarians. You know, he was into punk. I'm just kind of into, kind of into a bunch of stuff. Um, and so he started it because he just, he found that there was a lot of punk rockers that were preaching this sort of, like, communist, socialist rhetoric. Yeah. You know, and he was like, well, this isn't very punk rock. This, you know, that's all, you know, about the state and the you know, large states and even like the anarcho-communists. You're still talking about like, you know, not respecting other people's rights and, and self-ownership and that sort of thing. And so he was like, you know, there's got to be other people that think this. You know, there's got to be other people that are tired of the shit that are just, you know, want to be left alone, just want to, you know, do their own thing you know, DIY, all that kind of stuff. So, you know, he started it up and pulled me on it because we were friends and here we are today. Man, I can't remember the amount of times when, because like I grew up on the ass end of punk rock. I'm like 36. Mm. And um, I used to hang out with kids who were older than me and shit. 
And so, mm-hmm. like, I was, like, the young the, the young kid tagging along with all the other funk rockers and shit. And, like, when I got older, like, I ran with the left, uh, the yeah. far left, you know, like, mm-hmm. the anarcho left and shit for right. the longest time. And we were all about, like, anarchy and breaking shit and, and just, like, a total lack for authority and stuff like that. But there mm-hmm. came a time where, like, I needed some sort of actual, like, meaning. And I right. started saying things like, well, this just doesn't really actually seem that punk rock to me. Mm-hmm. Like what? It, why is this not punk rock anymore? Like I don't understand what's happening. Like what's going on around here? Yeah. And like I was actually really happy to find out that there were a lot of freaking old punk rockers hiding amongst the at least the little L libertarian community. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. um, it's it's kind of nice to I I liked the idea of uh, I was immediately drawn into it because like that was like you know something that was dear to me and so i was like oh punk rock libertarians this is cool (laughs) you know i think it's a good draw at least to like us freaking i get called a boomer all the time but i'm not a boomer oh yeah i'm an xer (laughs) i'm an xer oh okay (laughs) well i'm a millennial so you know know Uh, i guess excellent excellent So do you like personally identify as libertarian? Are you like a minarchist, anarchist? Are you just like riding in with the libertarians because that's the closest ideology? Or are you pretty like right in the center of libertarian ideology? I mean, I'd, I'd call myself, I guess, a voluntarist, you know, so anarcho-capitalist, but, you know, I'm not, you know, entirely married to capitalism per se. You know, I'm a free market anarchist. You know, these are all just... Yeah terms but yeah i mean i believe in you know the non-aggression principle i believe that um you know taxation is theft and government is uh um you know initiates force uh, on a daily basis and you know i'm against all that so yeah i'm just libertarian <laughs> all right cool i jive with that <laughs> yeah. what started the libertarian ideals was there a particular moment or was did it build up yeah, over did time did you have a coming to liberty moment or were you just kind of <laughs> always like this um well i had a roommate in college so when i was in college i was kind of like kind of like you I, I don't know if i was an anarchist per se at that point but i was kind of like a marxist or i, I had some interest in it you know i wasn't i wasn't like out in the streets you know or anything like that but um you know, I was kind of a lefty. And then my roommate um, was voting for Ron Paul in 2008. And he was telling me about Ron Paul. And I was like, yeah, I like a lot of this. You know, I like I like the drug legalization. I like the ending the wars. But at the time, you know, I, I was like, I don't know about privatizing everything. <laughs> you know, yeah. I was like, I, I don't know about that. Um, so then, you know, I didn't, he didn't exactly um, convince me at the time. So then come 2011, 2012... I start working at this music store with my friend Matt Bergman, who started PRL, and he's you know just constantly talking to me about shit, talking to me about shit. And eventually, I'm just like, all right, let me just do some reading. So I just dug in, I dove in, I read a whole bunch of you know stuff on like Mises.org and you know all of Ron Paul's stuff, and you know I just I became convinced, and you know just kept learning, kept reading, kept you know getting into Go arguments. Ahead. Yeah, I just dove in. Out. Yeah, exactly. And so here I am <laughs> once again. I, you know, there's so many people who have Ron Paul in their coming to Liberty story. You know, mm-hmm. like, yeah, almost every time we ask somebody, 
about their coming delivery story. It has some. They have something to say about Ron Paul. Even at least ninety percent. Yeah, they. Yeah. Not e not every. No. But there's maybe been like one or two people, I think. But geez, yeah. He might. Yeah, he not is surprised. really good for drawing people, even nowadays. Like yeah, it hasn't changed, and the message hasn't changed, and he hasn't changed. But right, people are still eating it up. There's some what sort of magic in that. <laughs> what do you think made Ron Paul so instrumental in the libertarian movement or li libertarian ideology in, in general? What what does he have that, you know, maybe some of our libertarian candidates today don't have? That's a good question. I mean, I guess it's consistency of the message, you know, um, I mean, with a He's lot been doing of this shit for a long time. Yeah. I mean, the guy's been saying the same shit for like, what, 60 years, something like that, probably 50 years. You know, so there's a consistency of the message, um, the clarity of the message. I mean, he's not, yeah. you know, these days he's not necessarily like the best writer, you know, but the way he's able to explain things and break things down, you know, it, it makes it a lot easier for people to understand, for people to grasp. Uh, you know, he comes off as like, you know, your you're, you're, you're grandpa almost. So, it, you yeah, know, like it's grandpa like, liberty or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and he and still brings me back to listen to his podcast every every time it pings me. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so yeah, I mean, he's just, you know, and it doesn't hurt that he was on the debate stage as a Republican. Uh, not that I was a fan of Republicans, but the fact that he could be, you know, broadcast to, you know, millions of people and say the same shit, you know, not, not, uh, you know, it's not like compared to, you know, I, I don't want to shit on Gary Johnson entirely because we actually had him on the podcast once. And he's a real nice guy and, he, you know, he's done a lot um, in his own way. But, you know, the problem with him in 2016 was that he just wasn't consistently on the message. You know, he was mm -hmm. and a lot of that had to do with Bill Weld, who I hate that guy, but, <laughs> um, you know, is just drifting off the message, not not being clear, not getting, you know, not spreading it correctly. Um and Ron Paul just never really failed at that. He was just always, always doing that. So, so that actually brings up two questions. Um, Bill Will, for instance, you know, it seems to be, you know, an even split. Either libertarians seem to love him or they absolutely hate him. So, it, hmm. why do you dislike him so much? Well, I mean, just what he was doing in in, in 2016. I mean, he he was what was it? One of the CNN town halls. He basically said. You know, he was friends with Hillary Clinton or, or something along those lines. Um, mm -hmm. You know, he's he's just said some things um, that just don't seem like a real libertarian thing. Um, yeah. You know, it's just I I mean, I don't I don't understand who loves him, to be honest. I guess people that are just caught up in this whole political game where it's like, let's get the most politician -y politician to get up here, which, I, you know, in my opinion, you know, my opinion, that's counter to what the Libertarian Party should be. I mean, Libertarian mm, Party yeah. should be a Ron Paul person just getting up, just saying the same shit year after year after year after year, you know, and then just hammering it in, not trying to, like, curtail the message to, like, win elections, you know, right. just, just be a thorn in the side of the establishment, you yeah. know, in my but opinion. That's, that's what people seem to like Bill Wilt for is that they think that he can kind of, like, chameleon himself into the – you know, more mainstream audience uh, yeah. and get the these moderates in here, yeah. and it's like that's. I that's don't not think really that's what people point. want I'm, here, though. Like, if you lose, 
And if you lose the libertarian backing you have, you're not going to get any further. Like, yes, you do need, we need other people to, if we want a libertarian president, which to be honest, I'm not that fucking, like, I don't, I don't care as much about a libertarian president as I, some people think I should, I, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, but if we actually want a libertarian president, I think that we're going to have to, we, we do need to reach out to other people because we can't win the majority without that but like mm -hmm. you'll lose your whole like i think that we shouldn't lose sight of the libertarianism while doing it like otherwise why not just go join the republicans and democrats right i mean i i you know when i say not to curtail the message you know that might be the wrong term it, you know it might be you know tactically sound to actually focus on certain parts of the message for certain people well, yeah. right so if you're talking to somebody that's on the left and you're talking about, you know, you might want to talk about drug legalization. You might want to talk about, yeah. you know, prison, you know, the issues with prisons. Um, you probably don't want to talk about necessarily the federal reserve <laughs> or right. maybe you do actually, maybe you want to talk about the federal reserve and talk about, cause you know, lefties hate banks. Right. So yeah. you talk about, you know, what about the biggest bank in the whole, basically on the whole planet, you know? Mm -hmm. So if you can curtail the message without, um losing the spirit yes exactly without losing the spirit i think that could be beneficial but i you know i don't feel like bill weld was really doing was that. really doing that yeah. you know that's that's commonly what we talk about is let's let's ally with the people that we can agree on uh you know weed legalization being a great example there's plenty of people that agree on that platform so let's work with them ally with them let's get the things that we agree on to be passed and then we can argue about the economics afterwards right but let's let's get some wins rather than trying to have a 30 front war with the smallest political party with the lowest funding let's try right. to make some alliances and let's try to get some wins under a book yeah, yeah. for sure i kind of like we got uh i I was always kind of along that line already, but like uh, when we ran into when we talked to Berman, he was like mm. really hammering that whole put the put don't cram libertarian in people's face first. Find out what matters to them. And, Focus on the policies. Yeah, rather find than... out what matters to them, and then talk to them about libertarian things like that. Because these days, like I feel like us running at people and being like libertarians, let me love you. I'm a libertarian is not working a little bit because. I think there's like, well, I hate to bring Twitter into it and everything, but like the social media world is kind of stacking misinformation against libertarianism, if you ask me. Kind of stacking information. Well, you yeah, I think it. we're losing the mil we're losing the social media war right now, and people have like wild ideas of what libertarians are. So when you say libertarian, they like freak out. Yeah. Like, yeah, I do. I do notice that for sure, um, especially on Twitter. I feel like Twitter definitely has more of a left-leaning bias, um, and yeah, they have some pretty bizarre ideas about. You know, it's funny. You know, every time it's always has something to do with Ayn Rand. That's always their perception. It's <laughs> like Ayn Rand. It's like, it's like that's the only yeah. sort of libertarian person <laughs> they've ever heard of. And I don't hate Ayn Rand, but like I don't I, either. You know, I like the Fountainhead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, uh, I mean, that's not like all of libertarianism, you know, <laughs> that's one thinker of, you know, a hundred. <laughs> yes, right. Exactly. That being said, uh, you know, we've mentioned m multiple uh, presidential candidates now. Where do you stand on the <laughs> oh, presidential candidates pick? for the libertarians? For the libertarians? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm kind of, 
I don't know. I'm, I guess I'm kind of on the fence. Um, mm. I mean, I like uh, what was his name Hornenberger. You know, I think he's pretty consistent. Hornberg. Or Hornenberg. Sorry, I always get his name messed up. Um, you know, I, I find him to be pretty consistent. Um, I mean, Berman seems pretty cool. I just, I don't know about the, the hat. <laughs> but um, uh, we he actually almost had him on the cast. on that and actually has been taking his hat off for the debates now. And I oh, think is he? looks weird. I think he should put it back on. <laughs> yeah, people are trying to like put the hat back out. on. Like, really? <laughs> it, I, don't, I don't know. It's weird. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you know, I it's not that I am that opposed to the hat. I'm, it's just, I think we do have a problem with the LP and libertarians of being kind of jokes, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, yeah. you know, going and back I don't to like what I hate on Vermin Supreme, but he's one of the major. He's one of the major reasons. If you ask. yeah, yeah, no, I mean, I don't think Berman's on on that level at all. I mean, he just like you know, the hats, the hats, good marketing. I mean, I can't blame him for for doing what that. Is it? It's um, cognitive interrupt, I think, right, or something. But Vermin doesn't seem to follow up that cognitive interrupt with anything, though, which is my problem. Well, I mean, I've heard him. Um, I've heard him on another podcast where he was talking. I mean, he seems to actually kind of be into the principles now. Um, Is he? You know, I mean, it sounds like it. I mean, who knows? The guy could just be playing up. You know, he could just be like, you know, McAfee just going up there and just like reciting libertarian shit word by word and then just, you know, getting crazy and going on a boat with hookers and cocaine. Um, <laughs> what a life. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I don't know. But uh me so yeah, those guys are cool. I do like um I do like Arvin Vora. Um, he's been on our our podcast quite a bit. Um, so like you're not in the anti Vora team. No, I mean I get why people hate him. I mean he you know he says a lot of um, uh infl- or flammable stuff you know or inflammatory stuff. Um, do you think he's a pedo? No, I think he I think people are misunderstanding what he's trying to say there, you know. I thought that he was trying to put a focus on, but the government shouldn't be making those decisions. Society should make those decisions. Yeah, I mean, his argument is just, yeah, exactly. The government should. I'm not shouldn't... in the hate for a team, by the way. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, people just. I mean, he kind of brings it on himself. He wants to incite people. He wants to get people riled up. But I mean, you listen to him on the podcast, and he's just like, very. I mean, he's a ki- really kind guy, really nice. You know, doesn't get in anyone's face. Just. Man. says says his message you know i just wish i don't see the point of of you know talking about age of consent that that frequently you know yeah. it just it, it kind of does raise people's hackles a bit it's weird yeah i mean he has his reasons for doing it i'm just like if it were me there's a you know I tons of other stuff different. Yeah. yeah like that can be like the last kind of bridge that we cross you know, after yeah, let's, we eat. let's compare the prison system to literal slavery or something, maybe, or I don't know. We can get we can get abrasive and loud about all sorts of shit. Yeah, well, he's really great on uh, <laughs> education. Um, you know, he just constantly talks about, um, you know, how just public education is bad, and you know, it's basically like a prison. And you know, he runs his own education company, so he's you know putting his money where his mouth is has he ever mentioned the prison to uh the school to prison pipeline i'd never heard it myself i just was i don't know if he said those words but i mean i'm sure he sort of alluded to it yeah um 
I mean, he's pretty consistent on that. That's one of his big, his big points. You know, I wish he'd spend more time on that and less on the, uh, <laughs> the other stuff. But uh, yeah, you know, it is what it is. It not is. the campaign manager, right? What's that? <laughs> yeah, not, not the campaign manager. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what so, happens? what are your like three big uh, issues? Yeah, like your top threes. Um. Just generally, just political, just yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, let's see. Number one would probably be foreign policy. You know, ending the wars. Um, number two would probably be drug legalization. Number three, hmm, probably education. Oh yeah, standard. So, yeah, pretty, pretty standard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty standard. I agree. Yeah. Uh, well, so I want to actually get into the website a little bit too sure um, sure like i'm curious about because like i really one of the reasons why i really was excited about talking to you is and stuff is because like somebody wanting to do more than just talk and like put something together to bring people and the liberty podcast all into one place and everything that's kind of like right up our alley we love that kind of shit nice. and i was like you know what what possessed you to decide to do that like was it i mean uh, were you trying to like maybe help the were you trying to help the podcast at first or and did it morph into something else or were you actually like hey why don't we just you know like what what were you thinking when you decided to do this you mean was I trying to help out my own podcast well yeah or were you thinking or hmm. were you just initially thinking like let's bring them all together where are they like what started this yeah I mean I guess it was kind of a combination of everything um you know, it was, yeah, I mean, I, you know, obviously I want to promote our own podcast and, you know, a good way to do that is to kind of, you know, cross pollinate between different, yeah. you know, like we're doing here, like, you know, you're helping me out and, you know, and then I'm going to tell people about your podcast. So it all kind of works out. So this is sort of that, but then, you know, you know, I wanted to create a hub. I wanted to create a hub for all the different Liberty podcasts because um, I knew there was a bunch. I didn't realize how many um, and I, you know, I don't even think. I'm, it's complete. You know, I get um, submissions every day, just about. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, I just wanted to create a hub where people could, you know, come and, you know, the voting part is cool. The voting part's like interactive and it keeps people kind of coming back. Fine. But, but really it's about, you know, going through and scrolling through and saying, Oh, this one people. looks interesting. And, you know, you click on it and then I've got all, you know, everybody's like social media, everybody's, you know, podcast, uh, player links and all that so you know it's the really the idea was to just bring you know all the liberty podcasts together and all the listeners together and kind of make a hub you know i think that it's a really um i think it's really great and like you know i want to i i'm finding new people to try and who have their shows and i'm like oh you gotta freaking submit to this you gotta put it on here so other people will find it yeah and man I have found new podcasts to listen to. Like I, uh, Drunken Disorderly mm. was the first one that I, like somebody was like, hey, do you, do you like this podcast? And I was like, I don't know what this podcast is. And they were like, well, listen to it. And if you like it, would you vote on them here? And I was like, sure, nice. I will. And it was like one of my friends just asking me because they like the podcast, you know? And I was right. like, heck yeah. So like, I just like listened to it. I was like, oh, these guys are great. I kind of like these guys. They're amusing. Nice. I mean, sometimes they get a little, uh, 
nattery, but I, I kind of like that when I'm out gardening <laughs> and stuff. It's real nice. So like, right. you know, I listen to different podcasts for different things. And, and so like, they were the first one. I was like, well, okay, I know some of these podcasts and some of these I've never heard of before, like the, uh, the Lesbitarian one mm-hmm. and the, uh, Oh man, I picked up so many podcasts now. I don't have time to listen to all of them at this point. Yeah, that's the only problem is finding time. <laughs> I know, yeah, like I have to listen to everything on times two, and right. like, I just have a constant influx of podcasts to listen to now. And I'm like, shit, I gotta read the news, crap. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like, it's great though. I think that having them all there like that it helps to normalize liberty too. Right. Yeah. You get people say you get so many people speaking in so many voices at the same time and the same and and they're at everybody's fingertips there. It's so mm-hmm. it's so nice and everything. Um, I had somebody over here in our community wanting to ask if um, they were asking if well you like you answered this to us earlier, but I think that was before we started. Um, hmm. They wanted to know if like you work with computers and if this was something that was like hard or if anybody could just up and try and do something like this. Yeah, I mean, I do I do work with computers. Um, I'm a software engineer. So, you know, for me, it wasn't uh, super challenging. Um, you know, it was more just like coming up with the idea and then, you know, putting it together. Um, I mean, yeah, if someone else wants to, to compete, I mean, that's fine. That's the free market, baby. <laughs> you know? Well, I mean, I think you're talking about for like other kinds of topics and stuff like oh. that. But like, yeah. Well, uh, I've been thinking of like, um, so it's built on WordPress, right? And so oh, with WordPress, WordPress, yeah. So with WordPress, you can you know, distribute themes, and people can download the themes and into their into their WordPress environment. And I've been thinking about actually converting it into a theme and maybe selling it or something. Oh, that would be kind of cool. Um, yeah. So hopefully the uh, the commies don't start using it. <laughs> Look at what you've done! Look at what you've done! We're all like, God! Uh, no, I I think it's really cool. Um, it's neat that it's a WordPress um, and and everything like that. Uh, has it like, have you had a lot of like? Is it having like? I mean, obviously there's a lot of shows on there and stuff. Is it? relatively successful like it seems successful to me i like it yeah i mean i'm not i haven't really monetized it yet so i can't put like a dollar value on it um well, i don't i don't always i don't like measuring success by how yeah yeah something makes sure but no i mean i you know i get like i said i get submissions all the time um you know there's a decent amount of traffic i get people talking about it um yeah i mean i would say it's a success so far um you know, I'd like and, to uh, I'd like to keep going with it and maybe uh, incorporate some other um, some other features, some other ideas. You know, I'm always open to suggestions from from anybody that has something they'd want to see on there. Um, but yeah, I mean, so far, yeah, I think it's I think it's been a success. I think I think it's been really great, honestly. I I'm Thanks. glad to hear that you think it's a success because that means that you probably won't be going anywhere anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> We can count on it to be there. Yeah, definitely. So have you gained any new uh, podcasts that you follow now that you've learned from this podcast, Ranker? Actually, yeah. Um, there's a podcast called Burning Boots. They're, I think they're in the top yeah, right. five right now. Um, but uh, yeah, they actually, well, it was kind of funny because 
Um, one of the guys kind of uh, exploited my exploited the site. Um, oh. And it, it was helpful though because it 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 forced me to change some things to uh, make it less exploitable. <laughs> um, but uh, he did it out of sort of out of fun, and he was like, you know, hey, I'm this um, such and such from the uh, from the Burning Boots podcast, and you know, we kind of became friends, and uh, you know, I started listening to their podcast. Now I'm a patron to it. Um, <coughs> you know, they're a bunch. It's hilarious. They're crazy, and <laughs> yeah, it's it's out. fun. They're very much like ours, um, and a little bit less organized, but <laughs> but they're they're fun. Um, so yeah, I mean, I've I found some other ones. Um, you know, made some, uh, made some acquaintances, some friends, like it's been pretty cool actually. That's always nice. I mean, it's always nice to find, you know, like you, like we've been saying, uh, a hub where we can hang out and meet other liberty minded folks and just make friends, you know, start yeah. creating communities and stuff. I feel like we've been missing that in the uh, libertarian community for a while now. Uh, Especially I mean, like, in this day maybe, and age. Maybe we could have 2025 Liberty Podcast Ranker Fest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've actually kicked around the idea of having some sort of, um, some sort of like podcast festival. Oh, that would be so cool. I would love that. You know, yeah. like I would sell my, I don't have any grandmas that are still alive. I can't tell my grandma to go, but I'll find a way. <laughs> okay. I'll sell someone else's grandma. I'm going to go full ANCAP now. There you go. <laughs> but yeah that, yeah we uh i mean it's just an idea at this point i don't you know i'm not really an organizer in that sense but i'm sure we could figure out how to pull well, something heck, like that off if you guys ever want help trying to organize things i've like organized sea events before i'll throw in oh, yeah? my my i can't promise to like do everything but i'll help yeah. i'll fucking help <laughs> all right cool yeah keep that in mind uh mm. So, you know, talking about the, the podcast themselves, are there any, like, YouTube, BitChute, Gab channels that you like to watch on the regular? Um, see, for YouTube, I don't spend that much time on YouTube. I'm trying to get more into it. Um, I mean, I'll watch, like, the Ron Paul Liberty Report every mm -hmm. so often. Um, let's see, who else do I watch? I mean, Rogan, you know, I'll, I'll throw him up on YouTube. Um but yeah, I don't spend a whole lot of time on there. You know, if I find something interesting, I'll check it out. But yeah, I don't. I don't spend. I'd like to spend more though. There's a lot of good content out there. I just, I just really haven't. Um, and then Bitshoot, I haven't really done anything with Bitshoot. And Gab's, <laughs> Gab's not really my, my kind of thing. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I kind of, we kind of stepped back off of it ourselves when Torva started getting wild and crazy. Oh yeah. <laughs> They're like porn is evil and we're like, oh we gotta yeah. go. We have to go. Y'all are yeah. weird. I saw that, I was uh, like porn wow. is crazy and libertarians are the reason for all evil and we're like, What? Yeah. Oh, I can't even fucking advertise here anymore. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that was a real weird turn. Such a turn. weird turn. Like, <laughs> cause he was going in like he Like you let Nazis actually... on your site but you won't let pornography. Pornography? <laughs> like, like what? Okay. Not degenerate. a good look. Yeah, the whole degenerate thing. Huh? But yeah, yeah Bitchute's great though. Like, I mean, I, I love Bitchute. I have found some really interesting content creators, and like, mm. the algorithm doesn't bury political content creators and shit there like it does on mm. YouTube. 
And like okay. we've actually noticed a difference between like um our interactions and stuff on YouTube and BitChute. Like our BitChute's like way higher. We have greater opportunities and stuff. So like really I kind of try to encourage people who are trying to get into doing more political or news oriented things to like at least have a BitChute if you don't want to go strictly BitChute, you know? Is that the one where they uh reward you with crypto? <clears throat> That's BitTubers. Uh okay. We're on there too. <laughs> I think yeah. it's really neat. I don't know if it's taking off super hard. Mm. Um, I don't see as much like there's a lot of content and it has like a social media aspect to it mm. where you can write things to your followers and stuff like that and share pictures as well as videos. Right. And I like the layout. It's really nice. It just doesn't seem to have a lot of people. It's It'll be a lot like YouTube Very was when they first started. Growing. Yeah, it's still sure. growing though. Cause you gotta be patient with those with the new with the newer things because they just redid their whole website and opened it up all brand spanking new and everything. This is BitChute you're talking about. Mm-mm. Oh, this is BitTube. That's BitTube. Or BitTubers. BitTubers. Okay. Tube and BitTubers—they're the same thing, and they run off their tubes. Mm. Crypto. Yeah. Okay. It's uh weird alt tech stuff yeah <laughs> well a lot of that stuff got real big during the uh you know the original bit bitcoin boom mm-hmm. and i imagine a lot of it's kind of died off since, since then but good to see that they're you know launched a new site that's cool i think interest is starting to rise a lot more too and there's a lot more people out there talking about crypto too these days you know mm. it doesn't seem to be as much of a uh like I mean, people are like, oh, you know, like, oh, it's unstable. And we're like, uh, really? Like, would you like to look at your stock market, dude? And then they're like, oh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Yeah. You had mentioned earlier that, you know, you you were kind of leading like anarcho-Marxist type of deal whenever you were younger. What what got you into, into that to begin with? Uh, I think it was actually like a friend in high school that was mm-hmm. uh you know he was just one of the like the smartest guys and uh yeah i think he like I, he ended up going to, like princeton for philosophy um oh wow yeah so i mean nice. you know everything he said i just kind of like ate it up you know and he was preaching you know you know just talking about marx marxism communism all that and i was like oh okay and you know it also fed into like sort of the rebellious nature of you know being a young kid and you're like right like, yeah these corporations are just fucking us and like you know, the, yeah. this capitalist government is fucking us, you know? And uh, so, yeah, I mean, it just, at the time, you know, but it, it kind of got me on the path to where I am today because it kind of just, broke, you know, it was the first, like, red pill, so to speak. Yeah. You know? And then... I, mean, I from- don't think they're wrong. I think that maybe they hyper-focus a bit on, on what the cause is. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, there's <laughs> certainly some overlap. You know, I'm not a huge fan of, like, giant corporations. Um, you know, I think they're artificial creations of this, you know, status system that we live in. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, of course, I'm against the government as well. So, yeah, I mean, there's definitely overlap, but it's their focus. Yeah, it's their focus on, you know, rich people being the enemy and capital being the enemy and, um you know, uh, property being imaginary or whatever, property being theft, which makes even less sense. Um, so that, you know, that's the stuff that, you know, 
I, I have a hard time agreeing with. Um, you gotta roll up in there and be like, Exhibit A, La Statist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. So, uh, you know, Gab and Nazis coming into play. Uh, I mean, what's the difference from the communist, right? Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> what, what would you say is like the number one enemy to the libertarian movement? Hmm. To the libertarian Cause, movement. Because hmm. the right likes to blame, blame the left and left likes to blame the right. So where, where's the libertarians... Uh, throwing all their mindset and what's actually hurting us. Well, man, that's a tough question to answer. I, you know, <laughs> honestly, I think a lot of it is we're doing a lot of self damage, a little, a lot mm -hmm. of self owning. Um, but outside of that, you know, I think it's just this sort of, just like status indoctrination. I mean, I guess it really comes down to the education system. Mm -hmm. You know, it's hard. You know, you just see so many people that are you know, for example, that are just like, you know, thin blue liners, like you just see a ton of these people. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you see just like the most, not even, you know, not even the most aggressive, like, like, okay, the socialists, they're bad, whatever, but they're in the minority. You know, it's really the people who just kind of are complacent and just kind of turn, you know, just turn away from it. They, they, they're, you know, just like your average American, that's just like, Eh, I don't like paying taxes, but you know, you gotta, you gotta pay for the road somehow, you yeah. know, that sort of thing. Um, yeah, I think political that's, centrist status quo type people. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I think they're, I mean, they're really, they're the biggest population, you know, mm. I, I'd say they're probably the biggest threat. Hmm. Yeah. And I hate to say it like that because it makes it kind of sound like we're like, fuck the status quo people, but we're not, we're just like, screw the what they're like the mindset like it's the mindset that we have to break through and get people to wake up from and man that seems so freaking daunting some days you ever get tired of just all this <laughs> i mean just like do you ever feel overwhelmed like i do sometimes sometimes i just like i'm like god how are we ever gonna freaking change anything <laughs> yeah i mean i don't stop but i mean still, right yeah, I mean, I tried not to get as, like, deep into it as I used to, um, as far as, like, you know, I just, I kind of stopped using Facebook, because um, it would just, I would just, it would just get lured into these arguments all the time, and it would just, like, you know, cause me all this anxiety, and I'm just like, why am I doing this? Like, and I wouldn't even be, I'd just be arguing with other libertarians for the most part, you know, <laughs> and I'm like, why am I even bothering with this? Like, um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I did get burnt out, I guess, at a time, so. You know, my primary focus is just, you know, the podcast, Liberty Ranker, um, and, you know, I have other interests that are just non, non-political. So, yeah. you know, focusing on all that, having a, a well-rounded life and not, you know, just sitting around just being anxious about the shitty state of the world, you know. Yeah. It, help, it like, helps for your mental health. <laughs> we've kind of, like, set all these days off because, like, we don't just do the show. We, like, try to get involved locally and do activism and stuff like that and everything. Um, right. I think we just ended an episode earlier being, like, we're coming for your fucking delegates. We're coming for them and stuff like that. <laughs> nice. So, like, I mean, we, we do this a lot, um, but we have made ourselves, like, set days off. I'm really bad at it. He's much better at it than I am. Uh, <laughs> But, yeah. 
Yeah, it's tough. I mean, yeah, I mean, when I first got into this stuff, I, you know, it was like every day, um, something. But, you know, eventually you got to pump the brakes a little bit. So that being said, what do you do to kind of, you know, just relax a little bit and kind of get away from all the politics and negativity and things like that? Yeah. Well, you know, just read other, you know, other interesting things. You know, I've been to, you know, science reading, um, you know, other philosophy that's non-political. Um, Are you a you gamer? Know, I game a little bit. Yeah, I wouldn't, I don't know if I'm like a hardcore gamer, but I get into Let's see what am I playing right now? I was playing Red Dead Redemption too. Who Is wasn't? Any good? Um, I haven't. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's, it's pretty great. Yeah, I haven't taken it online yet though. I might have to try that next. I don't play as many video games as I used to. I I do the gardening thing and uh, That's I cool. like photography and I like uh, Urban Decay stuff. And since I'm mm. in the deep south, it's really nice to. It's like a huge cache of old shit to take pictures of, basically. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. I mean, with Red Dead, it's like I don't even play the game most of the time. I'm just like riding the horse around places. That's, yeah, that's you just part. ride the horse yeah. around. Is it's that pretty backgrounds and yeah, yeah, it's a beautiful game. It's oh, I mean, it's it? just mind blowing. Yeah. Well, I've seen yeah, some screenshots and I think I've watched a couple of people play it now, and it does seem really nice looking. That does. It might be actually really relaxing just to like. I play uh, Subnautica because it's super relaxing and yeah. pretty. What's Subnautica? Um, basically, you're on a water planet, and like you spend most of the time swimming underwater, and like so you have all these water noises, but it's like just crystal clear water and all these alien life form and shit out there. It's just beautiful. Hmm. Like I know there's things I'm supposed to be doing, but I'm just totally distracted swimming around and just like yeah. blowing off steam, farting about. <laughs> It's very crazy how far they've come in graphics. Oh, like yeah, it's it was, crazy. What, 30 years ago, they were still doing, like, 2D scrollers on a regular. Like, yeah. Castlevania and stuff was coming out. <sighs> right, right, right. Man, I remember the video games when I was a kid versus these. It's just, it seems like a whole different world. Oh, yeah. yeah um, I mean, even, even, like, recent games. I was playing um, Witcher 3, hmm. which, you know, what, that came out maybe, like, four or five years ago. But I mean, you know, for the time, that thing has incredible graphics. But then, oh, yeah. you know, it's and it's similar. Like, obviously, it's I mean, it's different than Red Dead, but it's similar in the fact that you're riding around on a horse, you know. But you can just tell the difference between the two games is just like stark. Just like the way, you know, the graphics, the way the horse handles, like, it's, mm -hmm. it's weird. It's weird. But yeah, sorry, I cut you off. What were you gonna? No, you're good. Uh, you you had just mentioned uh, that you read like philosophy and things like that. Is there any particular like philosophical discipline that you try to follow, or just kind of go all over the place? Uh, I kind of go all over the place. Actually, I've been uh, reading a lot about um, postmodernism. You know, which is a, okay. Which is a kind of a controversial topic for some reason <laughs> in libertarian and like I guess right wing people. But um, you know, I don't find it as like offensive as as many people do i think there's a lot of misunderstanding with it um i mean i'm by no means like an expert on it but uh i find it you know some of the arguments are pretty interesting some of the perspectives are um pretty intriguing so i've been spending a lot of time like kind of watching you have that. a favorite one or even like, like do you have one that one particular any particular thing that you think that people like misunderstand the most or 
Um, I don't know if I thought that deeply, but I mean, like I, you know, there's this guy to lose, um, and he talks about how this concept called like the simulacra, and I'm probably bastardizing this, but basically, you know, everything is sort of a simulation of a simulation. Yeah, you know, it's kind of like the Matrix thing, where yeah. it's like we're sort of interacting with this world that's kind of completely fabricated. You know, we're not getting down to the bare surface and we might, it's not, even might not even be possible. Um, you know, so I, you know, I find that, that concept pretty fascinating. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. I'm, <clears throat> I'm really into thought thinking about like thinking about that shit way too much, basically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. God. Uh, do you know Jordan Peterson? Yeah. Do you like Jordan Peterson or what are your thoughts on him? Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I like a lot of what he has to say. Um, yeah, I mean, I started following him, you know, before he, like, right before he hit it, hit the big time. <laughs> right. <laughs> when he was just had those lecture videos out. Right. Um, <laughs> you know, there's some stuff I don't necessarily agree with, but, you know, and yeah, I think his crit- criticism of postmodernism, while I said I'm not an expert on it, you know, I think, I think it's a little, it might be a little unfair. Um, you know, I, I wouldn't be comfortable like getting into a debate with him on it. But yeah. and I feel sorry for anyone that would get into a debate with <laughs> yeah, him. Yeah, like I would be like, maybe I feel this way, but I'm not gonna say it in front of him. I'm afraid yeah, yeah. he's gonna make me talk about it. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I I think the guys, I mean, I you know, a lot of the stuff with um, you know, his conversations on myth and uh, you know, even the biblical stuff, even though I'm not I'm not religious. Um, I find that all pretty, pretty cool, you know, and helpful. He has some some of the interesting insights on some of the Christian stuff, like his original sin one. Yeah. That one was really, I really like that one. That's probably my favorite one that has to do with the religious stuff. Most of the time I kind of ignore the religious stuff, honestly. Yeah. The, like the, the thing that, really brings me around to Jordan Peterson, not just because the postmodernism is that, you know, a lot of people dislike Jordan Peterson and that, you know, that's fine. They have their own opinions on it, mm-hmm. but it's like they, because he said this one thing they don't like, they cut out everything else that he has to say. And that like, I just don't understand that really. Like you can pick and choose, like take what's useful to you, drop the rest if that's necessary yeah. and just make your own philosophy out of that type of stuff. I mean, that's kind of the point of studying philosophy is learning these new perspectives and learning what works for you in your worldview. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think there's a, there's a problem with, um, people's inability to separate the idea from the person, Mm -hmm. you know, and not being able to sort of compartmentalize like, okay, you know, he makes good points on this. He makes good points on that. Oh, but he said this one thing that I really disagree with. Um, you know, that doesn't mean you got to throw out the rest of it. Like you just said, um, you know, and I just feel like we have this, you know, it's just a natural human thing to sort of conflate the idea with the person and mm. combine them all together. And, you know, we're, you know, like I said, I, I mean, I just got done, you know, praising Ron Paul. Um, but, you know, he's also, I'm also praising the fact that he's doing something with the message. Um, right. And I would say the same about, you know, uh, Jordan Peterson. Um, mm. You know, I don't agree. Like you said, like I said before, and like you were saying, like, don't necessarily have to agree with everything that the guy says. Um, you know, some of his like traditionalist stuff, I, I don't necessarily agree with that. Um, but you know, when he's talking about, um, 
you know, like the whole, you know, people make fun of it, but like the whole clean your room thing, like the whole, you know, that's, that's about taking responsibility at the very smallest level, you know, the thing you have the most control over and then taking that one step further and taking it one step further until you've gained some semblance of control over your life. And, mm -hmm. you know, I think that's really helpful for some people. As Jordan Peterson likes to say all the time, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, the clean of the room thing is actually something that we bring up all the time. Jordan Peterson oh, yeah. is someone that is a, a big influence on both of us, um, and it, it kind of helped form our uh, you know political stances at, mm -hmm. about self responsibility, discipline, things of that nature. Yeah, I'm like mm -hmm. I'm less like he didn't really affect me politically. He he affected me like more in my daily life kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same here. I mean, I don't I don't even view him as political. I mean, he's mm. not, he's not really political. I mean, he's, I mean, yeah, he's talked about, you know, he's the has. Way people over politicized has affected my political ideas though. <laughs> like, I'll, I'll, <laughs> the, you know, like the way people behave about him on the political scale. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that has definitely affected my political ideas. I feel like the past three years has fucking radicalized me. <laughs> towards anarchism more than before oh yeah um like i i am at this point where i'm just like walking around a fucking rattled ball of i don't consent i don't consent don't fucking talk to him i don't consent you know <laughs> i'm just i don't trust anybody anymore I'm just like, yeah yeah i mean i don't blame you because like even our freaking news they lie to us right in front of and right in front of everybody and then they don't even fucking make a big deal out of it and everyone just forgets it next week yeah and you're just like how long have they been doing this like they've just now gotten to the part where they're so fucking lazy they don't care how long have they been doing this carefully right right yeah exactly <laughs> i'm riled you always are <laughs> raw Hit that thing again. <laughs> Jeez, I need the. Where's the marijuana? I need to calm down. I need to calm yeah. down. Um, you know, and actually, a good example of that kind of tying everything together with the video games and not necessarily completely political stuff. Is, uh, you know, uh, Blizzard, for example, with the Hong Kong situation. It's mm. like they keep. You know, Hong Kong, their their new game being launched that was uh, supposedly a mess. It seems like every single time they fuck up, all they do is wait a week, make an announcement about something new, and then people just kind of forget about it and let it sweep under. It's It, it has to be some kind of human nature type of thing because it's the same exact thing that the uh, news outlets are doing. Yeah. They just kind of wait a week and then it just kind of goes away and they come up with something else like you know, a coronavirus or some you know, stocks dropping or some shit like that. To right. Keep I mean, it, people. at least in some places where they're trying to do shit like that, it's not working. Like with the yellow vests, they keep trying to tell us it's over when we're just like, no, it's not. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Like, well, I, well I, I mean, I'll be honest. I don't really. What's going on with that right now? Are they still protesting? Are they still in the streets? It, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it's they it's just nonstop. They never fucking stopped. Yeah. Like okay. the, it's gotten a little bit smaller, but not a lot smaller. Like they say, oh, it's depreciated. It's almost gone. There's yeah. Still, like it, so many people. Well, that's and, good for them. 
the good thing is that they the one of the reasons why the numbers of people out there has gone down because the French government is giving them their way piece by piece. Mm. So okay. they're actually mm. winning. Yeah, it's it's an incredibly successful movement. I mean, they're honestly showing us as Americans what we need to be fucking doing. Uh, they've made their demands and they've st stuck by it. They have yeah. not. They have not sacrificed any of their demands. And They've it's been mostly nonviolent. I mean, as far I mean, as we're aware, I mean, some, there have been some spots here and there, but it's been mostly yeah, yeah, nonviolent sure. on the yeah. people's on the people's part. I mean, France yeah. has fucking done all sorts. They're they've sent their police and people out there to do all sorts of shit to the public. Right. Yeah, it's I mean, mostly been uh, dispersion type stuff yeah. that's usually the extent of the, the violence that is yeah. hong kong yeah hong kong's been crazy yeah yay um and they keep trying to tell us that they're not protesting anymore because of the coronavirus bullshit yeah they're all still the fuck out there they're all out there like i saw somebody put some on the ground footage that was you know, like an independent journalist up the other day and they're like in case you thought they weren't let me show you what's been going on here the past couple of days. And the guy shoots <laughs> and a flaming like, bow and arrow into the crowd. Yeah, like, <laughs> those motherfuckers, we need to be watching them because yeah. they're the ones that are having to deal with all that technology that they're starting to bring here. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. Some of the stuff they've been, um, well, yeah, on the, on the part of the government, but then the counter, um, you know, the counter actions that they're yeah. uh, employing are pretty impressive. We need to be pretty impressive. attention to that shit and yeah. learning example because the stuff they're doing is fucking smart mm. like it's fucking smart shit yeah yeah well uh i don't you know i don't know if that's gonna happen I mean, I you know, what it's gonna, gonna take for that to happen here yeah i don't think you know? that we're about ready to boogaloo or <laughs> mass, mass yeah. exodus protests yet but i mean when the time does come we need to be having paid attention to all of these things and not forget them because like right we can learn an awful lot from the stuff that people are employing yeah yeah i mean just got to keep keep watching and keep seeing what they're doing i mean hopefully it works for them um yeah you know it's kind of scary you know you don't know what china's gonna do you know i wouldn't be surprised if it's tiananmen square all over again you know mm -hmm. um but you know there's a lot of different factors uh, like i said i'm no expert on the uh situation but it uh you know their demands seem pretty, pretty, mm. pretty good. You know, um, pretty reason we're pretty reasonable, pretty in line with liberty. You know, um, yep. whereas the yellow vests, I from what I understand, they've their had they have some demands that are scattered. Yeah, yeah. Some of it's like a living wage type thing, and you're just kind of like and like uh, banning well, like a lot of that has been hijacked like that mm. seems to happen time and time again where we'll have like a, a good actual movement and then leftists get involved or a right organization gets involved yeah. and they kind of hijack the thing and start making their own demands the whole living wage thing was a something added on later and it's a different uh, okay of yeah, the yellow like vest there's okay. been all these different groups that have joined the yellow vest movement now it's so many different groups that are asking for so many different things mm -hmm. that it's really hard to get a tally there at least in hong kong they all have the five you know mm -hmm. they're all holding their hand up for the five demands and so yeah like everybody knows exactly what they want right now right that's so, important like, that's important 
Because, yeah, I mean, yeah. you end up like, uh, I mean, that's what happened with Occupy, right? I mean, Occupy. Oh, God, that was such a mess. At least <laughs> at the beginning, it was such a mess. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it just, it spiraled <laughs> out and it wasn't effective, you know. Um, but, you know, it kind of spawned. Nice show. <laughs> What's that? I'm like, nice show. Yeah. Yeah. You mind if I grab a beer real quick? Oh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, yeah, we'll just take a, a quick, quick five. Break. What you? I'm drinking my beer. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Tash is lazy to welcome you all back, so I'll do it. Hi. <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> welcome back. We're done with our break. Something, something. I'm not editing the first part out. Hi, y'all. Anyway, <laughs> so, like, we're back now, and what are we going to start with? Mm. Oh hey, I saw you guys on on your podcast actually talking about the the Maj and Sarwak Mark shit. Oh yeah, we were talking about that ourselves, and I kind of I got a little bit I got into it with Sarwak on Twitter back and forth. Oh yeah, in yeah. that in that whole in that whole war. Yes, I was yeah. like, stop and like Maj kept. Marjorie tweeted me a couple of times, and I was like, oh, God, you're encouraging me. I'm going to keep doing this all night now. <laughs> and, you know, it just, I was like, holy crap. I just, I'm so tired of, it feels like there's a rift in our, our party. Oh, there's definitely a rift. Um, yeah, I mean, the, I, I don't follow all the, the drama, but, um, you know, with Maj, he... I like him. You know, he's, I mean, he's doing great work. He is, you know, a big two A proponent or a big, you know, gun guns rights uh, proponent. Um, and he's going into communities, underserved communities, and he's teaching kids, you know, firearm safety and, I love um, you know, escalation focus. Yeah. I mean, he's doing fantastic work, um, you know, and, but then, you know, he gets, people don't understand that he is like a black dude from the hood. Like, he's going to behave that way sometimes, you know, like, you know, he's a super nice guy. We had him on the podcast. Yeah, um, he is. He's I actually, unfortunately guy. I had to miss that episode. I think I was out of town, but Aww. yeah, I was bombed, but you know, I listened to back to it and I mean, awesome guy. Um, but you know, if, if he's going to have some things in his past that you can dig up that are going to seem a little unseemly, you know, and you know, that's what they did. And, you know, he just got completely thrown under the bus you know, and I, you know, I don't think he's legitimately a, a bigot or whatever, you know, oh, um, either. no. So, you know, but you know, people like, um, I don't know. Have you, have you guys talked about Mike Shipley on this podcast before? We haven't talked about him on here oh. yet. No. So are you familiar with the guy? Uh, I've heard the name, but I don't actually know. Is there something up with them? Like what, what's up with Mike, Mark Shipley then? Mike Shipley. Mike, um, I thought it was Mark. I was like, crap, don't call him Mike. You're Mike. No, so it's it's Mike Shipley, but um, Mike Shipley. So who is this dude? So he is the leader of the what are they called? The Audacious Caucus um, uh -huh. in the LP, um, and they're basically, um, I guess, left libertarians, but like the, of the socialist variety. Um, so I mean, they're you know they have all their leftist talking points, and but they also call themselves libertarians. And, you know, a lot of the stuff that Sarwark's been doing seems to be somewhat influenced by 
by these people. Um, and Shipley himself has been going, you know, I, I don't like to talk shit on people, but you know, he, he went after, uh, Matt, you know, our, our Matt, Matt Bergman mm -hmm. and wrote this whole diatribe in our, in our group, calling him out for being a racist and a bigot and all this stuff. And, you know, his evidence was just like stupid memes that Bergman had posted, you know, like something about buttholes or, you know, like really dumb memes that were just like completely yeah. innocuous. But like, yeah, if you want to read into them, you know, yeah, I guess you could call them whatever you want. Um, so, you know, he's and he's just been doing this to everybody. And so this was Maj was just another one of his victims where he dug up all these, you know, tweets of him saying, you know, some, you know. Stuff I wouldn't probably say myself, but like you got to understand the context in yeah. which he exists. And you know, he just dug all the, uh, this up, and then it ended up causing him to get disinvited from being a speaker at whatever the hell the event was. I can't remember. Um, the national convention the national was it the national convention? convention? Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, which is a real shame because this. Yeah. I mean, the guy, the guy just does so much, and just to have a guy, you know, not you know not to play this um the identity politics game but like it's a, a black guy in the lp <laughs> you know i mean it doesn't hurt the image right you know we get this uh stereotype of just being like middle class white guys um with neck beards and it's like here you've got this dude that's just straight from the hood um well but... i don't for one moment believe that he's like transphobic or anything like that because he had no fucking problem coming on our show and yeah. there's no secret about me being trans and shit and he offered right. us all this help and told us to call him for advice and all this he's not transphobic wow. that's fucking yeah. retarded i mean uh oh that's... now i'm an ableist <laughs> <laughs> yeah and it's like you know, even if you have these reservations about him, I'm not saying you did, but let's say you did have reservations initially, you know, sitting down and talking to the guy, you know, now you would be like, oh, what the heck? You know, I just completely misunderstood, you know, uh, you know, I just, you know, I, I didn't get it. Um, but it's like, the, you know, people like this just, they just find a few tweets and they string them together. And then all of a sudden this, this guy's a devil, he's a monster. Instead of actually like being a human being and being like, well, you know, maybe said some sketchy things, but maybe I should like talk to the guy and, you know, mm -hmm. really see what he's about instead of just, yeah. you know, you know, just destroy, basically destroying a guy's trying career. We're yeah. trying to. It's like, we can't let cancel culture invade libertarian culture. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's not something that belongs here. No, it really does. Actually, oh, I'm sorry. I hate to, I hate to, I'm going to say something that might, upset people in my area i don't i don't know but like um as a new person to the actual whole like big libertarian like formal shit right mm -hmm. uh my first experience at a state convention led me to find out about the whole vora thing mm -hmm. and they were discussing it Mm. And like, I don't know, am, am I allowed to talk about this shit? No one's gonna like yell at me for talking about this shit, I don't think. Who um, gives a shit? But like, they wanna <laughs> vote, do you mean? Like, I don't know, I don't, I don't wanna piss anyone off, but like, somebody was like, hey, how about we like, offer an <laughs> olive branch to these people again, right? And they were like, no, we don't want to, like, I spent like 20 minutes listening to them talk about how 
they like listening to libertarians talk about how they had censored a guy in the party and how they didn't want to back down on what they had originally said and all this mm -hmm. we got to get rid of that we have to bust through that shit. that does not that was not a good look like i felt gross sitting there watching that and hearing it around me and like what i asked about it you know i was like what's going on i don't understand and people tried to explain it to me but they were so either too closed lip about it or too uh pas so passionate about it that i was just like oh this is really toxic like i don't even know what happened yet and i feel like this is wrong <laughs> Yeah, so you're talking about when Vora got, got censored or, or removed or whatever the heck it was well, from, yeah, but, from vice chair. But yeah, they were talking about that, and this that was this year, though. Like, yeah, yeah, that was this year, yeah. And and they were sitting there talking about that at the state, uh, at the state thing about um, trying to, like, be chill and, to, you know, it was just, it was really gross to hear the libertarians talk about mm. censoring people in the party. It just didn't feel... You know, when I was like at that moment where I was like, this doesn't feel very punk rock. I was sitting there right. going, this just doesn't feel very libertarian. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it yeah. Feel right. It feels groda. I don't I don't yeah. know how to fix this thing, but I don't like it. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's there's of course a line, right? I mean there's always a line. You know, I mean I don't think we should be letting like avowed Nazis into the party, right? Yeah. I, I mean yeah. if 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 Vora got up there and was saying, you know, Jews will not replace us. I'd be like, all right, let's oh, kick him to the curb. Yeah. Get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. if he's talking about some controversial stuff that has, you know, some libertarian principle behind it that, you know, you may or may not disagree with or agree with, um, you know, that's not a reason to censure somebody, you know, just because he's pissing people off on social media. And he's not even saying, you know, he's never like gone on the attack and like cursed out anybody. It's just always him being like, saying some inflammatory shit like inflammatory. teachers are like slaveholders and stuff like that yeah, you know? I mean, like if you don't like it don't don't support him don't send your delegates to yeah don't vote for him stuff. don't fucking yeah. shut people down like that that's that's silencing people that's dehumaning de people i think taking someone's voice is dehumaning depersoning them yeah i mean i i'd agree with that like shutting um, someone down like that is pretty messed up in my opinion i mean yeah, I mean, they have the right to do it, but it's still, yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. I mean, the more voices, the better. And it's not like, you know, like like I said before, the Libertarian Party is not going to win any, the presidency anytime soon, you know? No, it's not. Um, I mean, I'd like it. I'd really like it, but what are we Sure, do? yeah. And it'd be nice to win, you know, some local seats and, and whatnot. Like, that's always good, but. You know, I where we should focus, honestly. Well, that's yeah. I mean, if you're gonna focus on winning stuff, it should be at that level. I mean, you know, I, I that's why I don't really care who the president. Well, I care because I want it to be somebody who is going to be a Ron Paul, you know, yeah, um, who's going to just say the message just over and over like a fucking broken record broken player, record player, you know, and you know, hopefully it it gets into somebody's head, you know, and it converts a few people. And the clearer and the more frequent that they say it, the better. So, you know, I, I don't think that, you know, Lincoln Chafee is going to do that. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. Yeah, like, the only the only person in the race that I'm like, 
uh-uh, no, no, no. Is that, do you, I mean, he freaking supported the Patriot Act. Yeah, yeah, I mean. There's no effing way. Yeah. And then, it, there are people out there who are libertarians that like him, and I'm just so confused. Like, why? Did you just stop paying attention to the news for a long time or something? What's right. going on? Yeah, and I mean, you know, there is something to be said for, like, you know, people can change. People can learn from their mistakes and that sort of thing. And, you know, I'm open to, you know, somebody making amends in that regard. But should that person be our presidential nominee, you know? Like, if he wants to, like, start off at, a, like, a local office and, like, work his way up and, like, prove his Let us his, his conversion. Let us first. Yeah. Yeah. Like, prove, I'm so, like, I don't want people to have to, like, prove themselves to me. But in another way, like, respect and trust is earned. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's just I, I got to be certain that you're going to do what we need you to do. And if... You know, if I can't be certain of that, I'm not going to back it. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. So it's kind of like what Dave Smith says. It's like, you know, there's no great purity test. It's just be a fucking libertarian. Yeah, you know, yeah. That's, that's really all that there is to it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that whole real and fake libertarian shit is such a meme now. Like, oh, God. Have you guys been following the whole fakertarians thing with uh, Dave Smith? Oh, a little bit. Yeah, not not. I didn't know it was like an ongoing thing. I thought it was like a one-time deal. Well, it was like a two. It was like a two-time deal. <laughs> oh, okay. um, yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, Phil's the one who really Phil's the other one of our other podcast guys. He gets real into this sort of drama stuff. But basically, um, so there's a guy that that runs a site called. Um, Fakertarians, right? It's a well, it's a Facebook page, yeah. and he basically will call out fake libertarians, like people who are just obviously not libertarians. Like he'll call out like, um, oh, what was that fucking crazy guy? Um, there was a guy that was like a pagan who like sacrificed like animals and shit, and was like running for office in Florida or something. <laughs> it, was, it was just some wacky guy, and he he ended up being like a Nazi. Oh, um, great. And then, like, you oh, know, you're Chris, and then you're like Christopher Cantwell types that are Nazis. And, you know, these are the kinds of people that they typically will call out. But, yeah. For some reason, they decided to pick on Dave Smith recently um, because he had, you know, it's always just a few snippets that they find that are questionable. You know, there was one where he was, like, the recent one, he was talking about, like, he was making a joke about trans people. He was saying something about, like, he was making a joke about, them lying or something like that and it wasn't that funny and you know you might even find it offensive but you know just one bad joke well, yeah the i remember which joke you're talking about i didn't think yeah. it was offensive i didn't actually think it was funny either though i didn't really think it was funny either i, I mean i just really get my knickers in a twist either way yeah yeah exactly um but you know so this whole thing was like calling him out for being a fake libertarian because he said you know one off-color not that funny joke um with well he did have uh he was interviewing chris cantwell at the time so that kind of added to the uh the whole thing but you know it's like okay he 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 had I, you know and i don't i don't agree with necessarily having cantwell on or you know yeah. saying that kind of stuff with him around or whatever but 
am I going to cancel a whole guy that has like hundreds of episodes that are just great Liberty content because of like one, one questionable, questionable situation? Um, and well, then he had he had someone else on, but the fuck out of any of us if they wanted to, you know. That's the thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean they did it to Rogan, you know, when they were going after him when the uh, the Bernie haters were going after Rogan. Do you, do you remember this? Yeah, yeah, I remember. And they cut together him just saying, like, the N-word a whole bunch of times. <laughs> but it's like he's not calling – he's not, like, sitting there, like, calling people. It's just in context of telling a story or whatever, you know. Yeah. I mean, I guess you can argue that he shouldn't be saying it at all, but he's not racist. The guy's not racist. We know Joe yeah. Rogan. He's not racist. You know, like, but come on, guys. You, I don't understand why they aim at people that uh, – and try to make claims that are obviously untrue. Like, when they tried to say that – PewDiePie was a Nazi. Like, oh yeah. Everyone was like, oh, "Are you like?" There were you some sure? people on the. They were like, "Okay, <laughs> Boomer." <laughs> right. <laughs> like. Yeah, that was. Uh, you know, it just that was such a colossal flop. What happened? He did like a skit where he he was given like the the Nazi salute or something. Uh, it wasn't. It, it was no, a he was pl- wearing a lot of stuff. Costume. They take a bunch of things and use them basically and. Like they tried to say he was wearing a Nazi costume, but in all actual, uh, Nazi hat, but in all actuality, it was like uh, it turned out to be like a British officer's hat, <laughs> and like all this, it was just so dumb. It was so dumb. And then like the woke left media tried to write it into the sunset, and it didn't make it, and it just it was so bad. It like actually made him more famous, mm, and that's what there was usually the, uh... happens when they try to cancel anybody, even the people that are assholes you know yeah like uh, anytime these days anytime somebody says this person needs to be canceled i'm like why and i go look mm-hmm. that immediately gives them more traffic that doesn't mean i keep looking because like there have been people like uh what mcginnis like mm. they brought him, him when that mcginnis guy they were like oh he's a a nazi and uh and an asshole and i watched him and i was like i don't know if he's a nazi but he's like Oh, you mean Gavin McGinnis? Yeah, yeah, Gavin yeah, McGinnis. yeah. I was like, I don't know if he's a Nazi or not, because this I couldn't tell off of just a couple of episodes, but I could tell that he was a misogynistic prick, and I wasn't interested yeah. in watching it anymore. To right? Yeah, yeah. He was a racist. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he said some weird things. Yeah, he's just like a right winger. Um, yeah, and uh, he started, but uh, the whole Proud Boys thing, he apparently started as a joke, and it just got out of hand. At least that's what he—that's what they're saying. That's what he says. But yeah, I saw that. I actually watched him talk about that, and was like, you know, like I just don't understand why this is why we have to cancel each other. Like seriously, yeah. if you make it a habit to cancel people for um, that are uncomfortable to you, then one day they're gonna say that you're uncomfortable to them and they're gonna whoever has the power to cancel is gonna start using it on you and we have seen that happen the left has like the left criers and stuff like that and the right criers have cried about certain things so much that now nobody can fucking do them and people on the left and right are being shut down by big media now and i just don't know if i mean it doesn't seem like they like it so I'm just like, why didn't you think about this when you were yelling for it to be a thing? Now that it's being used on you, you don't fucking like it. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
Yeah, people don't understand. Like, anything... You know, it's like with the government. It's like with... Um, you know the yeah. the powerful executive He's in branch. Power now. Yeah, I mean, everyone was all a big fan of the executive branch when Obama was in power, but now that Trump's wielding this power, they got, you know, now it's like, yeah. oh, we got to scale this thing back. It's like, well, <laughs> that's what we were saying like the whole time. So yeah. Well, yeah, like that's one of my freaking major goal points. I'm like, well, if you want to give this power to the establishment now, what happens when? It, in the future the other side gets control of that when they exactly. use that against you are you going to be okay with that right and like people either stop and think or they get really mad immediately and it's usually that latter oh, one like oh what or is they're that? in some kind of weird denial exe whatever meme like oh, yeah. that's <laughs> my life that's my life all the time it doesn't matter if i'm talking to who i'm talking to i'm just like why and then everyone's mad at me yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's actually pretty accurate. Um, I think we're coming on. Yeah, we're coming on an hour and a half. So do you want to do the uh, lightning round that never makes it into an actual oh, lightning yeah, round? Oh, yeah, we're really bad at the <laughs> lightning round. We ruin it by asking extra questions all the time. But we've okay. been slowly compiling a bunch of questions that make up the lightning round. And all I, right. And so, like, we just ask a bunch of supposedly quick and easy questions all right one after another and uh they're they're they simple little things mostly but you want to start or do you want me to start what's your favorite book favorite book um damn uh probably i don't know maybe slaughterhouse five slaughterhouse five okay What's your favorite mixed drink? Or old fashioned? Oh, there you go. Oh, See, we need to go to the <laughs> bar sometime. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see, I already forgot all the questions. Dogs or cats? Oh, uh, dogs. What's your favorite color? Color? Yeah. Blue. Love favorite blue snacks. Lunch snacks yeah damn that's tough but i was just getting down with some chex mix oh chex man mix. i love chex yeah. mix so much chex mix is like bomb i don't know what the fuck they're doing with chex mix but like they crush it like, yeah 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 I, i'm always it's surprised too because it's never something cooking. i like yeah <laughs> it's never something i like pick out but when i happen upon it i just can't You're stop just eating like, it oh, yeah. Oh, yeah uh Okay, so like, uh, what's your favorite recreational activity? Recreational activity. Um, hmm, I guess right now, uh, I play in like a punk rock baseball league. So that's that's pretty fun. A punk rock baseball league? Yeah. Like, what makes you guys it use guitars rock? or? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. You know, like, um, stop and flip off pictures of Reagan and Nixon as you go past the. <laughs> What's going on? No, it's just, uh, it's like a bunch of sort of DIY teams um, from all over the East Coast that uh, that just come together and just play ball. And we've got uniforms. We, we don't have umpires, so there's no called strikes. Um, but yeah, we play like legit, like fast pitch baseball. Oh, that's pretty fun. Our, our, uh, our team's called the Hellbirds. The Hellbirds. That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> See, we don't need no 
uh, I'm, I don't know, we, we can play with ourselves. Wait, that doesn't come off right. Oh god, my. Never mind, <laughs> Never mind I'm done. I'm done. Um, uh, uh, ask one, it's your turn. Oh, um. I'm like, don't leave me hanging here. I well, think it's something do, very awkward. Since you play baseball, do you have a favorite sport or is baseball your favorite sport? I mean, probably right now to play, um, as far as to watch, I'm probably more of an NFL fan. Ravens NFL. fan. Yeah. Ravens, okay. Yeah. That's cool. Um, when you're really, really stressed out, what do you do to de-stress? Hmm. I listen to music or a podcast. <laughs> uh, so, do, do you have a particular brand of beer that you like to drink you mentioned ipas and sours um i mean i'm pretty varied I, i'll usually get a new a new beer every time i go to the store um i mean my go-to's are kind of like if i had a go-to it'd probably be like dogfish head 60 minute okay um or uh, that one. heavy seas loose cannon they're kind of local to baltimore hmm. um what's your favorite tv show to watch right now uh, to watch right now. Um, well, it was Mr. Robot, but that's over now. My roommate loves that fucking show. Uh, it's the best. Um, see, right now I'm watching Better Call Saul. That's probably oh, the best thing I'm watching. It's good stuff right there. Yeah. I gotta get caught up on that. That was pretty good. I watched the beginning season and then like forgot to forgot about it for a little while. Yeah, I mean it's. I, I'd say it's pretty even with Breaking Bad, as far mm -hmm. as. Oh wow! Quality. Really? So oh yeah. It hasn't like gotten It hasn't gotten bad over the seasons. It's still good. So like, I should definitely watch it all. Oh <laughs> yeah, it, it gets better. Yeah, I mean, it's it's brilliant. I mean, it wasn't bad in the first season, even. Yeah. Uh, do you have a favorite movie? Favorite movie? Um, probably Fight Club. That's that a, good a good one. one. That's yeah. a good one. Okay, so. I think that's most of the questions, isn't it? I think so. Well, I, at this point, we usually ask you, because turnabout's fair play, do you have any questions for us? If you want to ask it, ask it now, and we will answer it. Paxton just asks that there be no more questions about his penis. <laughs> uh, yeah, I didn't think I was going to go there, but uh, I'm glad. How did you guys, how did you guys get started? Like with your podcast? Uh, shit, I don't even remember now. I mean, like, we were really angry because our community was destroyed, and we started talking about the things that made us angry, and we weren't happy with just talking about it. So yeah, we, uh, we, we you guys started on... near each other? No, no, no. So we actually met online through uh, World of Warcraft, believe it or not. Oh. And we had our own, you know, like, social group and community there we were doing events and you know stuff like that and yeah that fell apart because of drama and then you know we happened to be friends and so we were just talking and we happened to agree a lot on politics and stuff and yeah enough of our friends were like you know y'all talk all the time we like to hear what you say so you might as well do a, a podcast about it and nice here we are yeah it's awesome. kind of morphed into this like community with like people trying to actually like make some change too and we yeah. get all these cool people like man it's amazing like it's just been great nice 
That's awesome. That's a yeah. It's a great little uh, origin story. <laughs> <laughs> you try. Azeroth. Ugh. Okay. Okay. Screw Blizzard. Free Hong Kong. Have to say that every time we bring up Blizzard. Okay. Um, <laughs> but uh, thank you, man, for coming and talking to us and everything. This was really cool, and I hope like this isn't the last time we hang out because like it's been pretty awesome. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. And yeah, it was a great time. You guys were uh, were fun to talk to. We tried. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna def we're gonna get like your links and stuff like that and put them all up and everybody can come and check out uh, the podcast. I enjoy the podcast, so you guys should definitely get in there and stuff like that. And uh, if you guys liked this, then make sure to like it. And to click that subscribe wherever the heck it may be, wherever the heck you may be listening to or watching this. Um, there's there's going to be a link to our Discord below. If you want to come talk to us about this stuff in there, get in our Discord, talk to us about it. Or maybe even join the action. Get in here and help make some change where you are. Um, we'll, we'll talk about this stuff with you and everything. Um, if you want to support some of the people who are already here trying to make some change, we have some sick new merchandise <laughs> new t-shirts and we have posters and stickers and buttons and all sorts of crap um we have a subscribe star you can get down there and uh join us over there and get some perks and stuff like that did i leave anything out i think i said every oh wait and if you disagree with us you can as mr Maj says eat a dick cordially oh, or uh, or you could probably just get down in the comments and let us know about it <laughs> uh is there anything that you would like to plug before we shut this all oh, down yeah. where um, do they find all of y'all stuff at aside from the obvious is yeah uh, liberty podcast liberty you say it yeah so libertypodcastranker.com that's the uh that's the website for that um and i've got a twitter set up i've got facebook i've got i think i, I have an instagram account I'm trying to get that more active um and then for uh, punk rock libertarians we've got uh prlpodcast.com uh, where you can play all of it of course we're on itunes all you know all the podcast apps um and then we're on facebook twitter instagram all that junk so yeah check us out yeah until we see you guys again, y'all be safe and y'all be free. This Mad Liberty time is adjourned. <laughs>